Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Do you remember during the butterfly show it was how does a caterpillar turn into a butterfly? Oh, there goes one now. Anyway, do you remember I had you do the Google assignment because I wanted you to see one with those super vibrant blue wings? It was amazing, yeah? Imagine being somebody on this planet way back and seeing that and going, man, I'd love to have that, but I don't know how to get it. How do I get that kind of blue? That's our jumping off point today. Colors, not just what we see. And also, we're probably not seeing the same things to begin with. So, I've got questions. Hey, it's me. I like a blue in terms of my favorite color. Not like the butterfly. Mine's got lots of gray in it. I don't know what it's called, but I could pick it out for you at a paint store. People make fun of me because most of my clothes are gray. I don't really like to stand out, but this is beside the point. Back with us, because he was here for the alcohol show, but back with us today is Adam Rogers, senior tech correspondent for Insider. And the book this time... Full Spectrum, How the Science of Color Made Us Modern. And how did this one get started for you? I cannot remember how I found out about this, but I got kind of obsessed with, this sounds real weird to say out loud, forgive me. I got kind of obsessed with this mineral. <laughs> hey man, happens to the best of us. I know it's weird. Called titanium dioxide. Titanium dioxide is essentially the molecule, the mineral that makes things white. Basically, the things that human beings make that are colored white always have titanium dioxide in them. And that's anything from the paint on your walls to like pills in your medicine cabinet. And that led me to start looking into, well, how do people see color and how do we make color? What's color as a technology? and What's color as a way of thinking? And then the dress happened <laughs> online <laughs> and I was the guy in the newsroom who, who knew all that stuff. It's like, yes, um, this is my moment. Yeah, that's what happened. It's exactly right. Yeah, Adam's the guy who first really explained the dress, the blue and black or white and gold dress that hit the internet, and then everybody started arguing because we couldn't figure out why people were seeing it differently. So that is at the end of the show. First, though, he has that makes us modern argument. You can tie a lot of science and a lot of work to trying to get these colors that are out in the world and replicate them. Figuring out how all that worked, it has been one of the central tasks of human science and human technology and human endeavor. So let's go all the way back and then we'll jump around. What did we start with? Like cave painting days, reds and browns? Was that all we could get? Uh, yes to all those things. A mineral called ochre. It's basically rust in the ground. That's a mineral that human beings can find. You can grind up and mix with oil and fat stuff like that to make it stick together and put it onto a surface around you to try to make something that looks like the world. There are some scientists who argue that that's essentially when human beings started to think about things. Most of us have seen pictures of those. Were they meant to be seen by firelight? Yeah, boy, that's such a, 
that's such a deep question because the <laughs> because there because color is in some ways color is intrinsic to a thing, but in some ways color is is the light reflecting off that thing. But yes, those colors would change. There are some people who argue that some of the beautiful work in like Southern Europe, a herd of, of bison or something running across the cable hole, and that in firelight it would be almost animated. It would look like it was moving. Ah, I like that. We'll keep going here. First, it was minerals to get these pigments. Then more plants and animals. Indigo. There was a red from a particular type of beetle. There was Roman purple that came from a kind of shellfish. Harvesting those because there were so few of them because it was such an arduous process. That purple was only available to the richest and most powerful people. So wearing the purple in Roman society was a sign that you were wealthy or powerful. You go past that, think back to the Silk Road. You learned about it in school. It wasn't just silk. It was colored pottery. It was the pigments themselves worth the weight in gold all the way through the Industrial Revolution. Big money-making companies now. Color at the center again and again. Some of it pretty high-tech. Present day now finding the blackest black yeah i think you're thinking of vanta black basically nanotechnology essentially you make sort of aligned fibers this stuff vanta black um, was actually created for thermal shielding like on satellites for space telescopes it reflects no light and when you look at it when you, even when you look at pictures of it it's like looking at something photoshop just a mat hole in the universe uh, like, it looks like what, like what bugs bunny would or like what, what the roadrunner yes, would put on a cable wall to get, yeah yeah um, it's and it's remarkable the color of a black hole we can all agree on that but what about the perfect yellow do we all see the same things well at the end of the day no probably not slight differences in our eyes in our brains we are all different people. And then there are differences in the way that you and I will talk about them. Think about what he told us a while back about sommeliers and the alcohol show. Maybe their palate isn't that much different. Maybe they've got more descriptors, more words they can use to describe the wine. There does seem to be some impact in, in the words that we're using about it. And it's different for different colors. You and I are more likely to identify in common what we think of as a perfect yellow than we are to say what we think of as a perfect blue or green. They call the blue-green region GRU in color science. I like that word. The super problematic one, and I, I love this, brown. Well, what, what's brown? Brown is dark yellow. You can, you can envision dark red. If I say to you dark red, you go like, oh, I know what that is. In my, head, in my mind's eye, you can see dark red, right? Yeah. But if I say to you dark yellow, what do you see? There are a lot of us right now all picturing different things. Now, as promised, we end with the dress. If you're unfamiliar, that's today's Google assignment. But the backstory is somebody sends a picture of a dress in a text. They start arguing. Is it blue and black or white and gold? Those are very different things. So it makes it to Facebook like, hey, can you guys settle this for us? It goes everywhere because all of us start arguing about it. One of the things that was so surprising, among many things that was surprising about this dress that showed up on people's computer screens, was how quickly people sorted into camps. And once we identified which one we saw, like you just couldn't see the other one. Yeah, it's not like some optical illusions where is it a vase or is it two faces looking at each other? You can switch back and forth. Initially here, Adam saw blue and black, so he didn't think too much of this. Until one of my bosses came over and plopped down a chair next to me and said, boy, this dress thing's really dumb, huh? And I was like, ah, oh, I know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and he said, and he said, I mean, it's obviously white. And I looked at him and went, wait, what? <laughs> and as soon as he said that, I was like, oh man. <laughs> this is gonna be the big story. Okay, so you push out the article and say, nobody's faking this, here's why we're seeing different things. And it came down to what? Like a split second brain decision that we were all making in terms of how we thought the dress 
was lit? Was it like lights in the store? Was it coming through the window? Was it daylight? That kind of thing? Right. That's exactly right. You asked earlier, well, if I see it under torchlight, does that change the color? And and yes, absolutely. The illuminance, the light around something, has an impact on what color we see that object. And since we didn't know the conditions, we kind of just defaulted to something and it messed with this system that is usually pretty good. If you see an egg under a red light, your brain does not say to you, oh, it's a red egg, right? Your brain says, oh, that egg's under a red light. <laughs> we're, we're able, <laughs> almost all the time, we're able to separate. Just this time, we couldn't. Combination of the dress itself had some shine to it, the photo, the lighting, and our screens. Those didn't help. It was pretty wild. Turns out a scientist bought the thing, did experiments under really fancy lights with the dress. She could make you see whatever color she wanted you to see. How many views did you get for this? I think at the end it was 40 million. Wow. I, I brag about this all the time. Sorry. It remains one of the most read pieces of journalism on the internet. <laughs> I mean, we all needed to know. <laughs> you came through. I figured we'd mix up some paint on the way out of here. Seemed kind of fitting. Thanks, Adam. Friend of the show. Thanks to you. I've got questions at odyssey.com. Send me more questions. Somebody asked about hydration. What actually happens when I drink water past the actual, like, swallowing the water? So we'll do that. And then I saw the Goodyear blimp fly by the other day. I got kind of curious about that. So this comes from KNX News 97.1 FM in Los Angeles. See you next Thursday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.